everybody and welcome to it's not friendship island <laughs> my name is brendan i'm sarah and today we're talking about season 10 week six part one, part one of love island uk beautiful uh thank you for that sorry it took me a little bit because guess what tomorrow you're getting another bonus episode but it has nothing to do with this season yeah, let's get some housekeeping out of the way. So Love Island USA released their cast today. So we recorded our first looks, which will go up tomorrow. So you will get an extra episode. I'm sorry if you're not going to be watching Love Island US. You should still give it a listen. And then we'll get started with Love Island US when it begins on July 18th. And it will not affect the rest of this season. Nope. It's just going to be extra on top if, uh, you know, if, if they overlap, the, if they overlap. That's Which all. They will. Uh, so anything also, else we need to talk about? Yes. Okay. Um, our week six part two will look a little bit different. That's oh, all. Yeah. I'll still be on for our first two episodes and then it'll be Brendan quest plus question mark. Yeah, we'll see. You might get the, <laughs> the yeah, the, um. The, the last third of the end of this week's episode might get a little goofy. Or it might not. It might just be me. Who's I think, to say? I think that would still inevitably be a little goofy, though. <laughs> that is a good point. <laughs> um, and I th- Follow us on Instagram. Yeah. At no, not Love Island. Not Friendship Island Pod. Follow us on Instagram at not Friendship <laughs> Island Pod. I now have the password. Yep, he can read all your messages. So, Will he respond? Yeah. Maybe. Actually, I haven't checked. I don't know if anyone is. Mm-hmm. You can just tell. She'll tell me to respond. Great. Just another job for me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and uh, then rate and review us wherever you listen. We had a really cute new review that said, levitating towards this pod like a homely witch. <laughs> that is so that's so cute <laughs> isn't it adorable is that someone that we know not to my knowledge just a nice little homely witch somewhere just a homely i think it's in reference to george's oh right levit- levitating right <laughs> levitating and homely yeah exactly i love that love you homely witch wherever you are. <laughs> <laughs> love you what's up all you homely witches that's our, that's our fan base name um <clears throat> that's it though. that's it uh it's a billion degrees in this room because we are not recording in your nice cool basement i know it's the juxtaposition is so crazy it's we're, always so cold we're covered in blankets mm-hmm. and today we're like so hot so yeah because meatball's <laughs> back everyone say hi to meatball hi meatball welcome back buddy we'll post a picture maybe um okay so <laughs> let's, let's jump, jump into, into it, it. <laughs> So episode 36 um, opens the same night as movie night after uh, Jess and Sammy's chat and Sammy goes over to the boys and he is still spinning this narrative that the girls have gotten into Jess's head, which is just false and not fair because like, believe it or not, Sammy just doesn't need like she has a mind of her own. The girls aren't like you guys where you need Tyreek to tell you how you feel. Um, she doesn't need to be convinced to be offended by the way you've acted. I know. It's, it's a little bit of um, revealing to how you think mm-hmm. human interactions work. Where people <laughs> can just convince you of something that you don't believe. Yeah. But Papa Tyreek does. Papa Pickle? You almost said Papa Pickle. <laughs> I did almost you say Papa yourself. Pickle. Uh, Papa Tyreek tells him to give her the night and she'll feel differently in the morning. And then Catherine comes over to them and she's asking Mitch some of like where the comment that he said to Mal in the clip comes from. And he says it was fueled by him having to watch Jess have chats with Mitch. And it's interesting how Catherine has no issue with Sammy, who is guilty yeah. of it's like- similar things that they're accusing Scott of. And she hates Scott. It, he, <laughs> it, it's also like. 
he doesn't see the hypocrisy in it. Like he's like a dog when they see themselves in a mirror. Like they just don't understand what's happening. <laughs> is that how Meatball is? I don't know. I've never seen Meatball with a mirror. Oh, maybe someday. He'd be he'd be transfixed by his beauty. <laughs> um, and I'm gonna try to keep the whole Scott thing to a minimum to some extent because I feel like we've gone through everything we can possibly go through about Scott and why people are acting this way about him. And we why simply he's... don't have the information. Yeah, we don't have it. And um, I'm quite tired of speculating about if there's something we're missing or not. Right. Um, Zach is talking to some of the boys about Mitch's clip. And Tyreek says that Mitch is a scary little guy. <laughs> Which I he's think is funny. a scary little guy. <laughs> Montel says that what Mitch did is not normal and that he's using people's names and saying bad things, comparing them, which is funny because it's exactly what he did uh, concerning Leah when he was talking to Tink Mm -hmm. is just compare them and say that she's better when nobody fucking asked. Yeah, he's uh, everyone is a hypocrite. Uh, After movie night. Yeah, because everyone is like so defensive about like people's opinions of them and the clips that were shown. And Ty says that men like that are the bottom of the barrel. And Zach and Montel kind of grab onto this right away. Scott's there also. He doesn't really say anything. And Tyreek, who is just newly understanding the powers of the Tyve mind and really like how strong it is, like kind of like dials it back a little bit. He's like, you know, in Mitch's defense, we've probably all said bad things about each other. Because right. he knows just saying this is going to cast the boys out to disliking Mitch. Right. Because Ty has spoken and the Tive mind is strong. You're you're clinging to the Tive mind. I love the Tive mind. <laughs> Thinking about copywriting it. I said it. I know what you did. Muck about <laughs> Industries is going to copyright it. We see Ty and Ella chat and Ty says, you did what you did, but is there more to say or is there more to see um, regarding the movie night clip? They just rewrite history about Ella's choice and Tyreek says seeing the clip wasn't nice and it hurts him. And Ella says she does not want them to be drama anymore and she wants to squash it, which I guess they do. Do you know what the funny thing is, though, where he was like... Um, they were talking about this and then Ella was basically like, right. But seeing that is what I had to see Yeah. this whole time. And right. then you know what he says? What? Now you know how I feel. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 no. You got this backwards. <laughs> she saw it a lot of times first. <laughs> he does not get it. So now you know how she feels. He does not get it. No, of course. Probably not. never will. of that. Um, at bedtime, Scott walking by the girls' dressing room overhears them talking more shit about him while they get ready for bed. Sammy comes down to give Jess a hug and a kiss. She doesn't kiss him back, but I feel like she wants to, and she's just like trying to be strong at this point. Mm-hmm. And then, as we've seen almost every night, Whitney and Lockin are really getting after it in really bed. Really getting after it in bed, huh? <laughs> Why did you do that? Because you're really getting after it. Yeah. And they were in bed. Are you making fun of me? No. Oh, okay. I, I, wrote, I wrote, damn, Whitney and Lockin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're making the best out of their alone time that they have. Amen. Um, in the morning, we If I was see... in either of their positions, if I was Whitney and I got to kiss Lockin, that'd be uh-huh. chill. If I was Lockin and I got to kiss Whitney, yeah, even better. Even better. I want to kiss Whitney. <laughs> Yeah, I get it. No, I understood what you meant. Do you think she'd want to kiss me? Mm, I think she would. She would kiss me? Yeah. You think she'd want to? Mm, She might do it as a joke. Wow. I don't know what hurts more, the fact that that's (laughs) true or the fact that you're just like, oh, yeah, obviously she'd kiss you as a joke. Yeah. She seems funny. (laughs) Okay. I want to, what I'm saying is I want to step away from the idea that kissing me is funny. Only for her, it would be. I'm handsome. Okay. I'm <laughs> strong. Uh, yeah. I'm funny. You're funny. Okay. <laughs> Before you hurt me anymore, let's move on. <laughs> oh, 
Okay. Um, in the morning, um, Tyreek says he does not regret any of his egging the boys on in Casa, which I thought was very interesting. I that. <laughs> he has no regrets about that. Because why would he? It didn't affect him. Yeah, nothing bad came of it in the slightest. So, um, Uzi says he wants to talk to Katie more, and then we just get some more of the same drama from last night, and that's mostly the debriefs. Um, we get a chat with a bunch of the boys together, and Zach asks Mitch, how you feeling, snake boy? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, real funny. <laughs> um, and Mitch says that besides the Molly chat, everything else was taken out of context. No, it wasn't, though. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if I agree, but I like take him so not seriously that I don't know if context even matters to me, unfortunately. Right. You know, like, I'm sure it matters to somebody <laughs> regarding Mitch, but it doesn't matter to me anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 100%. I had a fun time watching all of all of his snaky chats. So yeah. um, Sammy tells Mitch that you don't put someone else down to make you look better, which would be a great point coming from nearly anybody else besides him. Mm-hmm. Considering his male and Jess comment. When he did exactly that thing. Right. <laughs> hip of Criff. What? He's Why are you a, saying it like he's, that? He's Criff is hip. He's a hypocrite. Why are you? Why did you say it the way you did, though? I thought it'd be funny. <laughs> in what way? What's the joke? Listen, it's hot in here. I'm off my game. I'm still a little hurt from you <laughs> disagreeing with me on my positive affirmation. I didn't disagree with you. You said I said I'm handsome. You're like, okay. And I said I'm strong. And you're like, right. I haven't seen you lift anything. I've heard you're strong. I'm very strong. I'm sure you are. You th- Whitney would be impressed if I deadlifted 425 in front of her. Probably. I haven't and seen I you can do, do that. that. And I can do that. I haven't seen you do that. I think that. I have a video and I'm going to show you. Okay. Not right now. No. And maybe not later because I have to go home after this. <laughs> Send it to me. I'll watch it if I have time. <laughs> I'll put it on the fridge. <laughs> put it on the Instagram. They'll love it. Oh, God. Now I actually have to find it, though. <laughs> Anyways, back to this chat. Um, Zach asks the group of boys if it's only him and Sammy or if everyone else thinks that what Mitch did was fucked up. And Elam and Locken agree. Everyone's like, no, actually it was pretty fucked up. (laughs) But we only see Elam and Locken like, we only see their faces say yes. But it does sound like everyone's kind of like, yeah. Um, Mitch doesn't say much through like this chat, like pretty much at all. He takes his lumps and uh, he doesn't argue with them. And he apologizes at the end of it, and they all say that there are no hard feelings. Because what are you going to do? Stay mad? Stay stay mad mad at at Mitch? None of it worked. None of it was effective. And he looks like a bozo after it. Isn't that punishment enough? Yeah, he's just a little bozo. He's just a scary little guy. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. We see a Katie and Uzi chat, and Uzi asks if Katie has felt like second best after Casa. And she says she doesn't look at it that way because she knew that he already knew Ella from before. And Uzi asks how she feels about getting to know each other. And she says good and that he's the only person she wants to get to know at the moment. And she is incapable of sounding chill. Katie, yeah, yeah. I know. She's like, fine. I know. I, it, I don't care. Who believes her? Uh, she doesn't believe her. <laughs> uh, we see Leah and Montel chat. And Leah explains that seeing the physical touch and hearing the comments are making her scared and very unsure about moving forward and about it's making her think about if she's making the right choices. Montel says that how he feels about her is very clear to him and how he felt in the situation just had him navigating things the wrong way. So Leah's still on the fence. Montel wants to get back to 100% right away. And uh, that's clearly not happening yet. Right. I will get to it. Never mind. We will. Uh, Next, we see Jess and Sammy chat, and he tells her that she looks nice. She says. No, but you do look nice, though. (laughs) I don't know if we'll ever hear that again. I'm sure we will. You think? Mm, I don't know. We'll see if Molly ever gets mad or (laughs) Ella ever gets mad. Molly's too busy playing the cool girl. 
It's oh a good gosh, man. She's infatuated. Infatuated. Insotted. Uh, exactly. Jess says she feels like shit and the situation has really kind of set her back. Sammy. Oh God, is he's so frustrating. He is the worst. He tries to say that it's all been blown out of proportion and she's like, it's not. This is how I feel. Also, she isn't talking about anything besides his actions. So what do you even mean about like blown out of proportion? Right. He's just, it's just like the my tweet was taking on a context argument. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's nothing. She says all she wanted for all she wanted was for him to just own what he said and apologize. And he's just been acting like he doesn't care and her feelings don't matter. And then Sammy says that the comment he made to Mal was not true, that it was a lie, that he never felt that way. Do you believe him? No. I don't believe him either. I mean, I do believe that it was a lie, but I believe that everything he says is a lie. Do you think he... I think he had a better connection with Mal. I think he felt more for Mal than he did for Jess. Yeah, I think he meant what he said. because all of his feelings are physical. Absolutely. And she's his type physically. And also, she smiles and laughs through everything she says just the same way he does. I don't know. I think that there was definitely more there. So I don't think that it was untrue what he said. Um, Jess says that she feels second best in the situation. And he says that she isn't. But he is so blind to, like, he thinks just saying that will make her, like, he's treated her as second best every time. Mm -hmm. Every time. He says he doesn't understand how all of this has come from one comment and that he feels like she is milking it. Such a fucking rude comment. It's such a dick thing to say. And also, it clearly hasn't come from just one comment. Like, she's been chill this whole time. She's been chill this whole time until she wasn't chill and she yelled at you about this. Mm -hmm. And then this is just like another thing that she saw. That you did. That justifies all of her feeling like shit. Mm-hmm. That she's been felt since, what, week one? Week two? Since as soon as he got there. Right. I mean, pretty much. He says he doesn't feel like he has to go in circles with her anymore. And he isn't going to go through things again. And he just dismisses her feelings. And it makes it clear he isn't going to do anything to make her feel better anymore. Not that he has been. Right. Um, And he just makes it clear that she needs to work through this on her own. Uh, and it's... Just so hard to watch the way he, like, downplays everything. It just, it really sucks to watch that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, he's so shitty. He's so shitty. I don't know why. I don't know. It kind of feels like he's getting a favorable edit somehow still. It's not know. even that he's getting a favorable edit, I don't think. Because, like, he looks so shitty. Jess is just choosing to, like... I know, but like, give him. I don't know. With everyone else, you mm-hmm. see like another couple talking shit about yeah, how they're acting behind true. their back. No one ever talks shit about Sammy unless no. they're talking to Jess. Mm-hmm. Like all the boys are chill with him. Yeah, all the other couples don't say shit about it except for no, no one, right? No, I don't know. It is kind of shitty. That's true, though. You don't see anyone, especially the boys, say a bad word about Sammy. And that boy has not acted well. Mm-mm. That can't be a controversial take, right? I guess <laughs> I guess it is. And then we see Jess tell Ella that she's having second thoughts. And why would she want a boyfriend like that? And she's expecting Sammy to grovel to her. Like, after that last chat, how on earth do you think that's reasonable? It's not. And then it's nighttime and Montel has written a letter. But before this, before this, they were getting ready and mm-hmm. you know, they did the getting ready montage. Yeah. And another Sammy thing. I know. But they're they were getting dressed with the boys. And mm-hmm. he's just like, gosh, it's like every time we're good, something pops up and ruins it. What do you mean <laughs> something pops up? You mean uh, you mean your actions and your words? Yeah, that's what he <laughs> means. But. He's an idiot. He is an idiot. It's just like things beyond my control just happen. It's like the villa doesn't want us together. You don't want to be together. No, he does. He's ready to close it off, he said. Yeah, right. Well, it is week six, so. (laughs) I know. Why not? Um, But anyways, nighttime. Montel has written a letter for Leah, 
And I'll be honest, I'm sick of the letters and the declarations. It was barely a letter. Although all the letters considered, and again, this is something that's Liam's fault and you don't get it. I wonder if Liam has any idea the havoc that he's wrecked. That he's wreaked. Yeah, on these boys and the allowances that he's given because of his actions. Every time I see one of these things, it just makes me sad for the girls. Yeah. Because they're always like, it's the sweetest thing that was ever done. I know. It's just like he apologized, but he wrote it down first. Yeah. Like, it's not that big a deal. shouted it from the balcony. So how this works is uh, Montel asks Sammy and Zach to help kind of round up the girls and get people in place so that he can read his letter. So Sammy goes to grab Leah to chat at the fire pit. Montel goes up to the terrace to read his letter and all the other islanders are like below near the fire pit watching. This is like a weird, awkward placement. Yeah, it's like, weird. None of it made sense. It's all weird. It's all weird. And he... He says that since he embarrassed Leah, he will embarrass himself. He apologizes to her. He takes accountability for his actions. And I wish he had just stopped there. But he goes on to read, you know, the love lettery portion about how amazing she is and how every day since he met her, blah, 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 blah. You know, you've seen it before. I want to prove that I am the man you thought I was and that you know I am. Right. Okay, well, she knows it. You don't have to prove it. You should have just left it at you thought I was. Right. Because at least that's a nice, like, uh-huh. I understand that I'm not back to where I need to be and I'm going to try. Mm-hmm. But then he goes, and that you know I am. Mm-hmm. So are you done or? <laughs> just goofy. Uh, yeah. Um, and so, of course, everybody claps. It's that whole thing. Katie uh, almost cries. And do you know what I said? What did you say? Katie, don't cry. <laughs> I know. How did I not see that coming? <laughs> Uzi's trying his hardest. He is trying his hardest. Yo, Damn, why does that fit so well? And the hardest part is letting go of Zach. Something of Zachary and his pants. <laughs> his boxers are showing. <laughs> Under his swim trunks. <laughs> and it's gross. But his butt stop, is so small. Stop, and stop. it shows. Stop. Oh my god. That does fit strangely well. Well, um, across the villa he stars. <laughs> hey, if you remember that song, DM us. <laughs> Yeah, must the band. We weren't. We're not going to tell you the band. Ooh, it's a secret. But if you defer, okay, I'll tell you what. Uh huh. We're going to do a giveaway right we're now. We're going to do a new segment. <laughs> we're going to do a giveaway. The first person. Giveaway what? A hat. I'm going to make a custom hat that says you can't have it both ways, babe. I don't even have a hat that says that. Well, I'll get you one too. Okay. I'll make you a hat that says can't have it both ways, babes. Mm-hmm. The first person to DM us it, get uh, the the right answer of that band. Mm-hmm. You get the hat. I'll send it to you. So cool. New segment. No, it's giving a secret. Away hats. It's not a segment. It's a secret. <laughs> it's the giving away hat segment. It's a secret. <laughs> what if I message? Then obviously, I know all of your fake accounts. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and then obvi- if you make a new one, I would just see your shipping address. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a P.O. box. My father-in-law <laughs> at the very small town <laughs> that you know of. So DM us the name of that band that of the song that I bastardized, and you get a free custom hat. And then you can be same hat, just like Brendan and I are same, same hat, hat to each other. Anyways, we're going to get back to this. So Montel comes down from the terrace. She gives him a hug. Everyone chants for them to kiss. And I did appreciate the fact that Montel was like hugging her and he was like, we don't have to if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. That was nice of him because I'm sure he didn't know if, you know, that fixed everything. But it did. Of course it did. Um, so she says she wants to and they kiss. And, um, you know, it's just everybody claps. It's that whole thing. It's uh, it's the meme. Uh, she thanks him for doing the speech. And uh, like I said, I do think it's honestly one of the better s- speeches, but I could go without seeing like 
the sweeping declarations mid-season. The only time I want to see these speeches are in the finals. That's it. That's when I want to see the sweet speeches of our finalists. Yeah, if you if you if we don't see it in the finals, it's because someone fucked up. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, for some reason, and very almost as like an aside, we see Tyreek tell the boys that he's in love. I guess he's in love. Did you see that? I did. And he also said that he doesn't want to disappoint the fans of, <laughs> of the show called the Love Island. <laughs> yeah, you're really disappointing all your fans on Love Island. Maybe he means all of his uh, semi-pro footballer fans. Well, they would be disappointed that he's in love. Mm-hmm. You got to dedicate to the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's dedicated to the game. He misses it, though. <laughs> Why'd you say that like Zach? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um, and then we see Mitch chatting to Zach and Sammy, and he apologizes for looking like that guy, and he says he felt lost and sly, and he says he doesn't want to be that guy and do someone dirty to get somewhere with girls and that he was clutching at straws to make connections, which is honestly a big admission on his part i feel and then daddy wasn't mad anymore (laughs) Uh, zach says he values their friendship he isn't bothered by it and just wants him to take accountability you know like a good father would Mm -hmm. and sammy says that he would have dropped it anyway but he says you know you taking accountability for it just makes me rate you even more and then they all kiss (laughs) with tongue Mm. and uh their reactions just show they didn't take mitch seriously at the beginning they didn't care about this right yeah they didn't care at all yeah they were giving him a hard time for what because tyreek said he was a scary little guy i think (laughs) (laughs) he's a scary little guy (laughs) and we see katie talking to Leah and jess and she talks about how her chats with uzi have been really good and that she actually fancies him and then Jess talks to them about her situation with Sammy. But I feel like I got a vibe. Hold on. I got a vibe. Oh, I want to hear from, vibe. from Katie and Uzi. Go and on. it wasn't a good vibe. Katie seems like the kind of girl that would like break her boyfriend's PlayStation and then like brag about it on Facebook. 100%. I know you didn't see her last season or her last season, but yes. She'd be like, um, my boyfriend... Uh, was playing too much Call of Duty, so look what I did. Yeah. Uh, now he has to love me. <laughs> yeah. No, that's actually very on brand for her. Um, but Jess is talking to them about how she wants to be strong like Leah was with Montel um, regarding her situation with Sammy. But first of all, I don't think that will happen. And second of all, she wasn't that strong because all Montel did was talk off of a balcony. Although I he apologized and took accountability that part of the speech was totally fine mm-hmm. you know what i mean i think that was fine and then we see a chat between scott and abby and this is the first time we really see these two interact at all and scott tells abby that he wishes he brought gabby back or that he had tried harder with the girls and actually flirted because he didn't try at all and they're both kind of like, oh, the next time I'll be ready. And she's like, yeah, you'll have to flirt, 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 flirt. <laughs> she's so goofy. Like, she would only belong with Mitch. Yeah. This whole, like, possibility of her with Scott thing made no sense to me. I get he's like, that's his option. And he says that. Uh, and he's not eloquent, we're finding, like, no. at all. He's very bad with his words. Very pragmatic. <laughs> not- In, like, an insulting way. Yeah. So, like... I feel she was like, basically like, oh, I didn't realize you were into me. And he's like, like, who else do I got to <laughs> talk to? Um, and then it's bedtime again. We see Whitney and Lockin go under the covers this time. Hello. <laughs> That's like every bedtime note I've had so far has just been like about Lockin and Whitney. I know, and I'm loving it. Yeah. In the morning, uh, Katie moonwalks into the bedroom, and we have no debriefs. It was kind of fun because was I was cute. like, hey, everyone. <laughs> Katie has nothing to show. <laughs> I know it was cute, uh, but no debriefs. Luckily, we see Katie and Uzi. Katie says that she says that she is keeping her cards close to her chest because when she likes someone, she is obsessed with them, and she wants that person to be the same with her. So. Um, we haven't seen her seem obsessed yet, but after, like, henceforth, 
the only conversation she really has is about Uzi. So maybe she's getting there. I don't know. And then we see Ty and Ella chat. They just loudly make out and talk about wanting to be back in bed with each other and be together all the time. And then we see Jess and Sammy again. Sammy says he doesn't like not being on normal terms with Jess. And she says it's always been up and down. It's never been just like good for long. And she says that she wants somebody who knows what they want and that they want her 100%. Which, by the way, has never been Sammy. So, like, why? I don't know. He apologizes again for her being hurt. He never apologizes for hurting her. He just always apologizes that she feels hurt, which I hate. And he says he misses her and being with her. She says that she's needed time to figure out how she feels and if she wants to put herself through all this again. And Sammy says that all through Casa, he thought of her and that it's scary that he felt that way. What's more scary is if you were thinking of her the whole time you were just thinking about kissing the other. What does that mean? Why were you thinking of her while you were kissing the other girls that you were going out of your way to do, by the way? I don't know how uh, Sammy or Jess doesn't get mad every time he says that. I would. I know. It's not a good thing. Look at the way he acted in Casa, but he was thinking of you. What does that? Imagine if he wasn't thinking of you. I know. Um, we see a chat with Zach and Molly and Molly says that she only wants to be with Zach and they say that the others are nosy because they haven't had some big statement about being closed off and they say that they don't need to do something like that and that's just not the kind of people they are. They're so cool. Oh my God. (laughs) And then I think Molly was just trying to bait him. Uh, Zach? In what way? And like yeah, we don't need to say we're closed off, right? Because, <laughs> I think they were already closed off at that point. Uh, were they? I think I, so, but we haven't seen it. But, yeah. you know, they tell us in this most recent episode that they have been. Also, you know, I'm I'm, I'm going to say it. It totally makes sense that Zach is transitioning into a goatee. <laughs> yeah. It very much, he gives me goatee energy. Yeah. He's given us so many different kinds of energy. None of them have been super positive. <laughs> Nope. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's nah, like that. No, but you that. do look good, though. <laughs> and then I'm disappointed because Scott is talking to Tyreek and Ella about Abby and how he says he would like to get to know her a little bit, but he thinks it's too late. And Tyreek tells him to just go test the waters and that his riz is good enough. And I'll be goddamned if he just doesn't do it. I thought he was immune to the time mind. He was not. No one is. Damn. It's too powerful. I think Ella might be immune to it. I don't think so. You think? Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right, actually. If she wasn't, she would have left him. Yeah, maybe you're right. Long before locking it down. <laughs> but uh, Scott doesn't even have time to go grab Abby to chat because Abby comes to grab him. Tell her. Um, and she looks... Very excited to connect with him, in my humble opinion. She asks where his head is at. He says that they've had good chats, but they've never explored it. And he asks if she's closed off with things. And she says that he is her type, but she needs to speak to Mitch. So then Abby goes right over and grabs Mitch. She asks him where his head is at. And he says he's really happy. Every time this boy looks at her and she asks that, he's like, I'm so happy. Please don't leave. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She says that she had a convo with Scott and where he said he is open to getting to know her and that she got a vibe from him. And she says it's early to be exclusive and that she will carry on talking to Scott. And Mitch in his talking head says that he is confident that what they have is better. And through these episodes, he does his very Mitch best to play it cool and be like, I'm not worried. I'm not worried at all. Oh yeah, you think I see him as a <laughs> You think I see him as a threat? <laughs> yeah, honestly I do. <laughs> and uh, Abby then goes right back to talk to Scott and tells him that Mitch is cool with them talking and that she says that Scott now has to graft her. And he says that he likes the girl with a fiery side and he's like, just scream in my face and I'll fall in love. So weird. Honestly, same though. <sighs> Okay. No, I'm kidding. Okay. Please don't yell at me. I'll cry. (laughs) 
Um, but through this chat, she just like laughs in a very like weird gremlin-y way. <laughs> and I don't see any chemistry between these two. Did you? Uh, no, but I feel like Scott is like, I don't know, man. I get it. Why everyone hates Scott. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know. He's just like too. I get why if this is his flirting, why it didn't work. He's too like tucked in. I don't even know if that's what it is. I don't like he seemed so like when him and Catherine were good, like he seemed like very like like he knew what to do and like he knew what to say and like where to put his hands and everything. You know what I mean? Um, But watch if that is him grafting then again i do get why it didn't work but Mm -hmm. he's so pretty he is pretty and there's not that many there's a few pretty boys in there um tyreek do you know who else is pretty venus de milo but she ain't got no arms who venus de milo who is that statue (laughs) what i'm so tired i'm sorry I, it's the heat that's starting it's to get the to heat. me. I'm starting to hallucinate. <laughs> Were you seeing that statue? I was seeing Venus de Milo. <laughs> um, and we see Mitch and some of the others talking about Scott wanting to get to know Abby. And both Catherine and Whitney are there. And they both are very kind of like side eye. They're like, oh. About Scott saying he wants to get to know Abby. And that's the end of episode 36. And we open 37. Same day, but now it is nighttime. And we see Scott chat to Mitch first. And he says that he had a good chat with Abby. They have been friends. But he told her that he's open to getting to know her and asked if she felt the same. And she said that she's open. Mitch says that he respects him for going and talking to him. He says, I'm not going to interrupt any of your chats or anything like that. Um, And Mitch says in his talking head that he does not see him as competition. And that what him and Abby have are good. And I believe it. Kind of do, too. I feel like Abby was just kind of like, oh, another boy wants me. We'll see. Well, we see but her kind of immediately regret it. We see her in a chat very soon. That kind of like makes me feel like I understand why she kind of played into Scott. But we'll see. Um, first, we see a Newsy and Katie chat and they talk about being a power couple because they both dress nice and have nice eyes. And but that's like every everyone dresses the same because they share the same clothes. Right. And they're all just in bikinis. And they're the all time. very hot. So. Yeah. He says that she can get anyone she wants, and she tells him that looks... Except for Zach. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Uh, And she says that looks-wise, he is the perfect man. Um, They talk about communication, being able to listen to each other, kind of stuff like that. And then we see the Abby and Mitch chat, and uh, he starts off with telling her that she is so sexy. (laughs) And they kiss, and they're so cringy. Mitch is like... Oh, no, I didn't mean to like you so much. That wasn't supposed to happen. And they're both like, oh, no. Very millennial humor. <laughs> it's so cringy. Um, Abby asks him to promise that he's not going to get to know a new bombshell when they come in and that he won't stray. And he tells like, her. I don't get I don't get her hang up on that. Well, I think that's why she was talking to Scott. I think she was worried. The thing is, maybe I don't know. Maybe she views uh, Mitch's getting to know all these bombs as truly him having a turning head. But like, that's Who's not he turning from. <laughs> I know that's not what nobody was wanted him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I feel like Leah right now. but <laughs> Nobody wanted him. You feel like Leah, Katie and Catherine. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, she must have some kind of hangups and thinks that he might actually turn his head toward a bombshell and he tells her that he can't imagine somebody better coming in and again call us fools but i believe him i believe him but not because i think he wouldn't leave a sure thing (laughs) like i don't think he i don't think it's because he likes her so much no no i think he does that's not fair of me to say i'm tired (laughs) and i'm lashing out you're not lashing fuck you oh I need you to sit up. Maybe that's why you think. It'll make you feel better. Okay. I'm going to have a sip of Coke Zero, too. There you go. Um, Scott then pulls Abby from that chat with Mitch, and he asks if she is happy that he put his cards on the table. 
And she says yes, and she will give it a chance, but that her and Mitch get along so well. And Scott says that he sees her as the only person in the villa that he still wants to get to know here, so he has to go for it. <laughs> yeah, this is another, it's like two of three examples <laughs> of how he needs to phrase words better. Yeah, like, is that supposed to have, like, made her feel warm and fuzzy? Uh, like, who the fuck else so. am I going to talk to? He might as well have said that. And we see Mitch, Sammy, Uzi, and Zach. They're all watching this chat. And they're all, like, kind of asking uh, Mitch. And Zach says that he has nothing to worry about. And Sammy is like, mm, I'm not so sure. I don't know. It looks pretty close over there. What do you know, Sammy? Truly. And then Jess gets a text. And it's to the fire pit. And it's a recoupling. And the boys are picking. And we knew this recoupling was coming because I knew that a dumping of couples was coming. So we needed to get the couples put together because we had too many single islanders. So uh, most of these are not surprising. Uh, Zach chooses Molly. Ellen picks Catherine. Tyreek picks Ella. Lockin chooses Whitney. He had a cute little speech. Um, and I saw her real smile instead of her fake <laughs> little baby teeth smile that she always does. <laughs> yeah, definitely a real one. Uzi chooses Katie. Sammy chooses Jess. He had a stupid, stupid speech where he said defo a few times, which is stupid. And he says if it was up to him, they would close it off. It's, uh, it is up to you. It is up to you. Um, and he says he came in a boy, but he is now the man she deserves. Uh, no. <laughs> He hasn't changed in the slightest. Why would he now be anything different? The thing is, too, I'm not even going to give him the benefit of the doubt to be like, oh, yeah, I want to close it off. And then, like, having second thoughts when yeah. a bombshell comes in. I truly think it's just a bold-faced lie. <laughs> and he's going to – he has every intention to get to know a bombshell that walk it, walks in. Like, I don't think he – Petite cares. brunette walks in that door. You think Sammy's not walking away from Jess? I don't see You're it happening. Crazy. The fucker. The fucker. Uh, Mitch chooses Abby. Montel chooses Leah. Scott and Amber end up together at the end. And post recoupling, we get a little chat with Sammy and Jess, and he asks what she feels about what he said about being exclusive. And she asks if it's really what he wants, and he says yes, and they kiss, and I guess they're closed off. I mean, Maybe this will be a loophole he uses because she never said, yes, I want to be closed off in response to him. I didn't sign a contract. <laughs> and then we see back to back just chats with all of our couples and everyone looking real loved up and talking about how they like each other. And Lockin and Whitney, uh, Whitney asks what he meant when he said he sees a future with her in his speech. And she's like, do you mean that in here on the outside? And he's like, on the outside. He's like, I wouldn't be talking to someone like this if I didn't potentially see a future with them. Uh, and then we see just pretty much the exact same chats. Mitch and Abby, Zach and Molly, Leanne Montel, Alan and Catherine, Katie and Uzi. They do have their first kiss, which is worth noting. And then Tyreek and Ella. It's just all kind of establishing chats that don't take more than like a minute between all these couples. Right. It's like, I get it. You know what I mean? I get, I understand what you're trying to do, but like, <laughs> I understood what you were trying to do before. Like the coupling was enough. You right. know what I mean? I don't need to see this. Some of them were nice to see. I mean, some of like the newer couples, even like Mitch and Abby and Lockin and Whitney and Katie and Uzi, like I didn't mind seeing those because like I we're was, still kind of like building things with them, but. I was dying to see Molly <clears throat> and Zach again. I couldn't wait. <laughs> oh my God. I know. And I hear, Okay. I, this is what I, I, you know, I don't like to, to do this. But, what are you going to do? But conspiracy theory about the production of this show oh. that I brought up while we were watching. I think the producers know how much hate Zach and Molly <laughs> are getting. Yeah. And when that's they why the past like, two or three episodes, we barely saw them. Yeah. And so I think they're trying to like hush, hush us. Let us forget about them. Yeah. And just let them ride out into the into the final. Not even like them so much as just like how annoyed people were when Molly came back and then she was allowed back in the villa after being dumped. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think people felt particularly negative towards Zach. Like we did, obviously. We always have. But um, and we always will. And we always will. Take your underwear off. <laughs> 
Uh, I mean, like when your bathing suit's on. No. <laughs> um, and at bedtime, we see that two beds are still in the other room. Um, because there is not enough space still in the main bedroom for all of these couples. So if I had to guess, two couples are about to get dumped at the end of this week. Or maybe even before the end of this week. Yeah, do you think it's the two that are in that bed? Who are down there? Lee and Montel and somebody else was down there. Uzi and... Katie. Katie, right? Oh, what if? If it's those two couples, I'll know it was a bed situation. It's probably not Leah and Montel. No. Well, maybe, because it's, if it's a live vote, it's a live vote. You yeah. Know. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see very soon, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the morning, we see Tyreek and Sammy make breakfast for their girls, and they bring it up to them in the dressing room, and they bring them out to the terrace for a little double date breakfast. Um, we see Molly and Katie chat after that. Katie asks, asks how it's going with Zach, and Molly says it's good, and she asks, like, oh, with everyone closing off like is that something that you want for you and zach and molly's like oh we've been closed off we just don't talk about it with everyone (laughs) we just aren't like that (laughs) we just don't feel the need to do all these big sweeping gestures and everything but you getting so in depth about how you don't need to do that is kind of the same as doing that you know (laughs) what i mean i mean to be in molly's defense she's only doing it when it's brought up it's not like she's bringing it up out of nowhere like somebody asked that's fair i really do wonder like when it would have come out if somebody didn't ask her Um, i i you know and maybe this is just me and i'm reading it wrong Mm -hmm. but i bet she really wants these things, but also wants to be the cool girl who does, doesn't like to make a fuss about it. She definitely wants to be the cool girl, for sure, because Zach's kind of like the cool guy to some people. Not to us. Right. <laughs> but to some people. Not to us. Actually, I think he's kind of cool. Oh. I didn't think he was cool <laughs> until I saw the goatee, and now I see the vision. I didn't think he was cool until I saw his butt crack through his boxers underneath <laughs> his swimming trunks. <laughs> um next thing we know we see katie telling some of the other girls how molly and zach are closed off but she never talks to any of the girls so they didn't know and katie was kind of like handing this out as gossip that like she seemed kind of judgy saying it but like none of the girls like over there received it that way Mm -hmm. like whitney what did she say she was like props to them or something she's like shout out them yeah nobody really seemed to care yeah but in my head katie was trying to start shit because that's what she does. And that's what she's here to do. To be fair. To be fair. And then Lockin, Lockin and Elam made lunch for Whitney and Catherine. Oh my God, that's such a cute couple name. Lockum. Lockum. Who was over Lockin and Elam together? Yeah. Lockum. Cute. I couldn't tell what they made. I really wanted to know what they made for lunch, but I couldn't tell. And then Lockett gets a text that there is a couple's challenge, Life's a Beach. <clears throat> and to start with, this challenge is the weirdest fucking thing. I don't know who planned it, and I don't know why they only planned it two seconds before they started yeah, it. Yeah, it, se- it seemed like <laughs> their boss was like, hey, just so you know, we're pulling the Islanders right now. They're going to be here in 15 minutes, so you have your thing ready, right? We've got some beach balls. And they're like, out. they're like, uh. Yeah, I totally made a game. I totally, yeah, I made a game. Yeah, it'll, it'll totally be ready by the time they get there. And they're like, fuck, 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 fuck. And I don't understand why they made Whitney and Lockin the host. And my conspiracy theorist brain was trying to figure out reasons. And here's the thing. I didn't come up with anything. But I do <laughs> still think there's something there. The only thing I can think of, it was... It was like obvious that they wouldn't have gotten picked for anything. There were people who didn't get picked. I understand that there were people who didn't get picked, but I think it was obvious that they definitely wouldn't have got picked and someone needed to host. I think that it should have been. And as it usually is, if a couple needs to host, it's the person who's in the friendship couple. I I know, but everyone hates Scott and that would have been drama. And it was drama to be fair. I know, but yeah, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't feel like they should have been the hosts. I don't know I why. I appreciated it. <clears throat> yeah, no, I love them. Don't get me wrong, but I just felt like they should have been 
a part of the games because the shadiness part of it was such a small thing. It also didn't seem like there needed to be a host anyway. It was anyway. very poorly thought out. So the first round of Life's a Beach, the Islanders have to give a beach umbrella to somebody else and say something shady, I They're guess. Couple to couple. Shade. And so Catherine and Ellen give the shade to Mitch and Abby. I don't know, I guess because of Mitch's um, clips that were shown on movie night. Um, Sammy and Jess give the shade also to Mitch and Abby um, simply because Abby spent time getting to know Scott and that looked shady from them. Um, Sammy, please look in the fucking mirror. The fact that Sammy and Jess only got one umbrella, which is so fucking crazy. I know. I I would have... Hey, hey, Jess, this has nothing to do with you, nothing honey. Nothing to do great, with you, honey. Except I kind of hate you sometimes. But actually, I haven't hated you in a while. So <laughs> so this is just for Sammy. Uh, so Ty and Ella give the shade to Uzi and Katie. And he says something about how Katie is second best. And I don't know how, but I totally missed it. I guess I was taking notes. Yeah, he basically was like, Ella, uh, Ella brought Uzi back. Um, and Uzi only went for you after Ella didn't want you anymore. So I know you don't feel like you're second best, but you should. Oh, Jesus. That's basically what he said. Right. That's awful. I don't it's know how really I missed mean. it. <laughs> um, and then in turn, Katie and Uzi give the shade to Ty and Ella because they said that they were closed off, but they did not act that way. And then a bunch of people give the shade to Scott and Amber. So Zach and Molly, um, because Scott's uh, speech at the recoupling could have been nicer, which I didn't even actually bring up. But his speech when he ended up with Amber was just pretty much like, listen, we both know what this is. And I would have picked somebody else if I had the chance. But get on over here. Get yeah. over here, Amber. Yeah, it was rough. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't warm. It wasn't like. Let's make the best of this. I'm going to be with a great girl no matter what. Right. And he did say, like, I think we are both are on the same page about what this is. And I was like, okay, that's a nice way of saying it, to stop there. And he's uh-huh. like, and if I had my choice, I wouldn't have fucking picked you. But <laughs> I had to. So. so I understand why people give him shade for that. And uh, Montel and Leah kind of give him shade for the same thing. His speech and Montel's also like, and I got to stand by my missus and you yelled at her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Mitch and Abby also give the shade to Scott and Amber. Um, and Abby is like, because the only reason you wanted to talk to me is because you're vulnerable and you were single. It was like, you skipped over to him. Right. Told him to graft you. What? And what listen. Is, is this a test? <laughs> Listen, I get like from the from the last few conversations we've seen of Scott, I don't think he's not great with his words. Um, and you can be not interested because of that. But like you don't got to like what the hell? Switch you up. wanted to get to know him. You you stopped and then go went and asked Mitch permission to do so. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That was very very strange to me. And then Scott and Amber give the shade to Sammy and Jess. Um uh because Amber says, you know, you brought me back, but you had no intention of getting to know me. Round two of this game is the girls have to direct the boys into finding something in the sand and they're blindfolded. The weird thing is that they said that Scott and Amber had the most umbrellas and it seemed like they were saying like they're out, but here they're doing this. And also they go all the way to the finals. So I don't understand anything the rules of this game at all. Uh, and in the finals, the couples have to, quote unquote, balance on a surfboard while people chuck beach balls at them. And whoever stays on the longest is the winner. No one balanced. <laughs> yeah, those skate, the, uh, the surfboard was like on the ground half the time. Someone fell off and then got back on. It yeah. was rough. <laughs> it was it rough. It was like a nightmare. Um, and when Katie falls off the surfboard... She decides to kind of attack Ty and Ella and is like, you guys should focus more on your relationship. She said you should put that effort into your relationship because they were throwing beach balls at her really hard. Which is what everyone was doing, by the way. I guess they were doing it extra hard. I don't know. Right. From her point of view, maybe so. Uh, Leanne Montel win, I guess. Apparently. I don't know. 
Um, post game, there are a few kind of like group chats that are happening. Scott talks about wanting to pull Amber to figure out why she said what she did. And he says he's been called a game player since the beginning. And Whitney just says, looking cool as a cucumber, sunglasses on, barely looking over in his direction. Maybe there's some truth to that. And we're like, oh, oh. <laughs> wow. Oh. Maybe so. Oh, the queen spoke. <laughs> the queen spoke. <laughs> and then we see another talk with Katie in a group. And they're talking about the comment at the game. And Katie is like, Listen, Ty flirts with me all the time, and I don't tell Ella I wasn't going to say anything. But now with, like, that shade, like, she kind of just, like, trails off about it. And it's and then we find out that we have a compatibility public couple vote. So I think from what I heard, we're going to get two couples dumped. I would imagine because there's two. It, there's two, two extra beds. beds. Yeah. Let's at least get everyone in the same room. Um, so I guess... We will see. But that's it. That's the end of week six, part one. How we, do you feel? I feel kind of underwhelmed with this week so far. To be fair, part of this week was movie night. That but is we just true. got all of the excitement that out of the way. So true. And now we're dealing with the fallout. Yeah. Post Costa Slump is a real thing. Yeah. I talked about it before the season even started. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we might be in there, but it's still pretty spicy still feeling pretty good we'll have a few peaks we'll have probably another late bomb mm-hmm. we'll have uh snog mary pie which is always fun and then i'm sure we'll have the game where the couples get to rank each other in terms of like what couple is the most fake like that always stirs things up a little bit so i'm sure we'll have a few more peaks but then it's going to be kind of we'll be in a valley until the finale i would assume valley until the finale yes ma'am who are your favorites? Uh, before you we do that, went first. Be- before we do that, though, uh-huh. who, do you, who do you think are the two couples that are getting dumped? I th- it's got to be Scott and Amber. I would be very surprised if Scott and Amber made it through. Um, there are a lot of people who are in support of Scott just because of like the look of like the bullying and him being ostracized. I don't know if these last two episodes would change anything because of the way he kind of put his foot in his mouth a few times. I think that there is there's there's a small chance. It's not even that that small, but there's a small chance that he makes it through and that Amber makes it through solely because of Scott. Mm -hmm. And if that happens, because I mean, we're kind of defaulting to they'll go. But if that happens where he makes it through, I would imagine one of them will be Ellen and Catherine and Katie. You mean? No. Oh, Ellen. Right, right, right. And yeah, maybe Katie and Uzi. I can see that. What are your thoughts? I think it's definitely Scott and Amber. Uh, God, I wish it were. I don't want Jess to go. Yeah, but. They are the least compatible. It's it Even is like, tough because I feel like if if they could just choose favorite boy, favorite girl, mm-hmm. Sammy would be an easy out. But a lot of people still support Jess, and I get why. Poor Jess, but also like I know God, this guy is like so fucking He's toxic yeah. for you, for anybody, but also for you, for me, <laughs> for me, savings. <laughs> savings uh so that's my vote i think it's scott and amber and um uh no i don't think they're actually going home but i would vote for them to go who else it would be sammy and oh jess oh okay. i don't think they're going home but that's who i would vote for yeah um who are your favorites i don't know if you went first last time but i'll let you go go ahead whitney and Lockin. <laughs> checkmate <laughs> i'll choose who did i choose last time i chose scott and Leah. oh it's true you did because we said the thing where we we're like we can't choose the same couple twice so i'll choose not that it has to be a couple i'll choose tyreek because my man is a puppet master if nothing else mm-hmm. and let's do a lot of Jess. metallica Maybe. there you go i'll take that that's it that's a wrap on 
week six part one yes and remember week six part two will be at normal time it might be a little goofy we may or may not have a guest host for some of it for at least a portion yeah Mm -hmm. i'll be in a tube i'll be on a raft just for a day very fun Mm-hmm. Make sure to wear FPF 3000. FPF? FPF. SPF. I have SPF 100. Double up. <laughs> I will. Two coats. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, that's it. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Remember, tomorrow you're getting first looks for USA. Yep. Season five. See you then. See you then. Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh, bye.